when I first started learning how to sing, I was learning concepts like resonance, placement, how do we keep this high buzz or how do we, how do we find the right ping in the sound? And I never really got it. I never really got it. And I noticed it didn't really even help my singing get much better. And some people was telling me that it didn't even exist. It wasn't even a real thing. And so if this is something that resonates with you, maybe you've been in this boat before, or you just want to build and find an awesome resonance for your voice, check out today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Singing Simply Show. My name is Ivan, and on this podcast, we aim to demystify the process of learning to sing, make it as simple and as easy for you. Because let's face it, learning how to sing can be challenging. There's a lot of information out there, and you can't see your voice, right? So this can add to the complexity of learning how to sing. So let's see if we can break it down, make it easy for you guys, and build your voices. Today's question actually came off the back end of our previous episode, where we talked about what is resonance, how does it work, why is it important, everything about resonance, right? And understanding it from a very fundamental level. So if that's something you're interested in, Go back, go back, check out that episode first, and then come back to this one. So today, the question is, how do we start to find the right resonance? How do we start to develop in a way that actually helps us sing better? But before we even get there, right, we need to talk about why is it important? Why is it even important to find the right resonance? Now, I didn't mention this in the episode before. Importance of building the right resonance or finding the right resonance is it's all about building an efficient voice. Because imagine if you had like a, a speakerphone, right? If, imagine if you had a speakerphone where every time you spoke into it, you get a better bang for your buck, right? You get a better bang for your buck. You get the right resonance. And it also shapes and colors your voice in a way that sounds really, really awesome. Why wouldn't we want that? Imagine not having to feel tired, not having to feel fatigue after each set because you've shaped the resonance right. So let's dive into it. How do we start to find the right resonance? Now, most importantly, and I kind of want to pre-frame this before we jump in, resonance is only one out of the three or four systems of your voice. Now, I might make another episode on this about different systems of the voice, but resonance is just one out of three or four of them. And this, this is why, you know, when I'm working with my clients, even though we've exposed them to the concept of resonance, we've helped them find the right placement, their voice isn't exactly where it needs to be. But it's not because that they don't understand resonance or not because that they're doing it wrong, but it's because they're not ready. Some of the other systems haven't been developed, you know, building the right support, getting, you know, a nice, building the right amount of pressure for the sound because you can only resonate what is already there. So keep this in mind as you're approaching this, as you're practicing, even though you might have understand this, but if you're not seeing the results that you're after, that's okay. Keep experimenting, keep exploring, and obviously when in doubt, find someone to guide you through this. You don't have to do this alone. And so let's actually dive into how do we start to look for the right resonance. Now that we know that resonance is just one out of the couple of systems in our singing, let's start working towards finding and building our resonance. Now, you need to understand this idea. Especially when you're working with multiple teachers or you've had some kind of experience with singing, you'll notice people will talk about singing in different ways. And what I love to do is break them down into two different types of resonances because they can both be useful as long as you know how to use them. Now, the first one is something we call more of a sympathetic vibration, which means we might feel it, but it doesn't necessarily contribute to the sound. So it's kind of things you notice, right? And the first one is 
the transition you notice from your chest resonance to your head resonance, you know, as you kind of sing up and down. Uh, like when, when I even make sounds like this, I'll notice that the sound will go from, you know, like my chest, my, maybe my throat, and it'll kind of shift up into the higher part of my head head, especially as I go up higher and higher in pitch. Now, this is something that a lot of teachers will be focusing on, you know, that shift into the head resonance. And I think it's a great tool. I think it's something that really, really helped me with my, with my voice. And the easy way to find this is exactly the exercise that I just did, which is, you know, going from a R vowel to an U vowel. Because when you can find that, the uva I would naturally find that more hooty, that more head kind of placement or that heady kind of sound. And so this is a little one you can play around with. However, the second one, which I'm going to focus on a bit more today, because I found it to be much more useful in applying it to singing. Because, you know, when you're singing a song, sometimes the sound is constantly moving. It can be hard to focus on that, right? The second one that I'd love for you guys to focus, the second type of resonance is something which we call the ring, the buzz the high placement of the sound. Now, why is this important? And why am I kind of focusing on this a bit more? When you can find the buzz, when you can find the ring of the sound, when you can find this kind of high placement, what this often allows you to do is if you just focus on that, a lot of other areas of your singing naturally fall into place. And the reason why is when you have this good buzz, this good placement, this cool kind of high placement, that's a sign that your voice is efficient. The vocal folds are buzzing or coming together in a really, really optimal way. And so this is a really, really good cue to look out for. Now, now if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you may have had some experiences, maybe you've read some resources, you've scoured the internet, and some people might say that it doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. It's, it's not anatomically correct. The science doesn't back it up. There's no such thing as this. And you've also got other people who swear by it. What I encourage you here is to be open-minded because when I first started learning how to sing, I went through that exact same journey. I didn't understand it. I couldn't feel it. So I dismissed it. But as I kept going through my journey, as I started going through my journey, I started to understand what it really meant, how it felt. And so even though it might not be anatomically correct, sometimes keep that open mind because this can suddenly become a really, really useful tool for you to then improve you're singing. How do we actually find this buzz? How do we find this ring? I'm going to share two very simple, simple ideas. So number one is finding it through a hum. If I go, if I find it on a hum, what I'm, what I'm noticing is when I make this hum sound, it's, yes, there's some good airflow. But one of the things I also notice is there's this buzziness, this concentration of energy, this concentration of resonance, placement, however you might label it somewhere on the roof of my mouth, sometimes higher, sometimes lower. And the, the location of it matters less as so as long as you actually notice that it's there. See if you can notice it again. It's almost like a bit of a kind of a bit of a, a buzzy sound, right? That I'm hearing. And when you can find that, we want to then apply this to our more open mouth sound and eventually our singing. Now let's, let's take it one step at a time. So if I then open my mouth, if I then open my mouth, I can still feel that same buzzing, that same ring. And this is actually something you want to play around and practice, right? See if you can find that because then if I go, 
Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. When I'm singing through that, right, I, I notice a buzz there the whole time. I notice that buzz there the whole time. Now, maybe when I sing breathy, it would be less prominent, but it's still a really, really cool cue to use to sing and get that feeling in. Now, that's exercise number one. A little other exercise you can use to find this buzz is finding it on a falsetto, right? Finding this kind of high ring, this high buzz in a falsetto. For example, Now, the cool part about that is when you find that, right, it's, it's almost the same kind of feeling on your lower notes. The resonance, is, it's, it's the same thing there versus, you know, the, the sympathetic resonance where the sound will shift all over, you know, sometimes from the chest to the head. The buzz or the ring almost stays there most of the time. Now, why is this important? What this means is when you then sing a song, it becomes super, super, super easy for you to just focus on one thing. Right? Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. All I was kind of focusing on, it was just keeping that ring and buzz. I wasn't worried about, you know, how my articulation was. I wasn't noticing like, you know, the shifting of the resins, all those kind of things. I just focused on the buzz. And that allows me to get through a lot of songs quite easily, including parts where the notes are higher. And the cool part about finding this buzz is it can also help you build your upper range because if I do this right if I find my upper range with a full set of first and I find that buzz I can then lean in I can then lean into my full voice from a very easy spot and the whole time once again I was just keeping the buzz in the same exact spot and I was adding more support adding more pressure to the sound. And this becomes a great way to build your upper range as well. This is definitely more of an advanced exercise, but just know that it is possible. Know that it is possible. So I want you to choose one of these ideas, choose one of these exercises. Maybe it's a hum. Maybe it's the, uh, ooh, maybe one of those, right? And just explore this idea of your resonance. Maybe it's the shifting, maybe it's the buzz, but just know that this thing exists. And the more you practice it, the more you train it, the more familiar you get with this. So apart from that, this wraps up today's episode on how do we start to find the right resonance? How do we start to build it? And I hope this brought value to you. If you have any questions, if you have anything that you're not sure about, please reach out to me on Instagram or, you know, I'm going to drop for those of you on Spotify, a little question underneath. And if you've got any questions, if you want to inspire the next episode of this podcast, please drop your question down there. I will always love interacting and creating episodes, creating content that actually serves you. So apart from that, remember you are not your limitations and I'll see you all next time. Take care.